trying to figure out the optimal way to eat. Using time management and state-of-the-art nutrition theory to determine how to eat. Note, this is originally a comment on YouTube on Nate O'Brien's video about saving time. He talks about how he discovered cooking and eating multiple times a day that takes up very much time. Literally had the same thing with food. What helps me sometimes? Oh, much. Equals one meal a day. Probably really hard getting used to. I started by skipping breakfast, which already reduces food time by one third, averaging the time per meal. I also tried extensive meal prepping in the past, exact meals and boxes. You can take them everywhere for the day. Microwavable also, but you don't even need a microwave if you just take it out of your freezer the evening before. Did one big cooking session on Sunday, prepped up to 15 boxes. Actually, it's quite fun. Just made a big podcast listening session out of that. Also, speed cooking is a challenge on its own, timing all the different processes. What works best in terms of cooking just preparing the bases, rice, legumes, pasta, and then just varying the sauces, spices, vegetables in every box. Also pretty healthy and pretty cheap. Why? Then you never have to eat. Why? Then you never have to eat the same thing twice. Big disadvantage, you need a freezer, probably a pretty big one, since you can only store a meal for a few days in the fridge. A big freezer and fridge also comes in handy when only buying groceries once a week, which works. But probably the best time concerning food, the best time hack concerning food, fasting. I don't want to show off, but I tried five days, aka 128 hours, just added the additional eight hours, and it kind of really changed my view on food again. I already did one to three days before, but five days, you just have so much time. If you include everything a meal takes, as Nate said, groceries, cooking, eating, and the crazy spots, the crazy part, speeding up eating, makes no sense since the better option would be to just skip it anyway, and eating slower is healthier and 120 other things. So eating itself is kind of a paradox. Cleaning up, brushing your teeth, even if you are super speedy with breakfast, for example. I used to eat one banana and two toasts, also standardized. Getting below 20 minutes is kind of impossible when also brushing your teeth afterward. But the thing is, eating is kind of fun, and I probably very many people just enjoy it, use it as the relaxing part of the day. But at the same time, we want more time. But fasting would be better, since it would reduce body fat, therefore made us look better, feel better, and all the other benefits of fasting, like producing stem cells, producing, boosting the immune system, and lots of other fancy stuff. Man, I probably spent hours and hours trying to come up with the best system for eating, but due to the satisfying part of eating, I still am changing things up all the time. And don't even begin to calculate the time. First... 
Once you change the assumption that this time every day is just fixed, it becomes flexible. Therefore, it becomes part of the available time of every single day. Compared to fixed time, like fixed costs in business, you just cannot get rid of sleeping, showering, cleaning and stuff like that. So you cannot really get rid of these activities and therefore they just eat up a part of the day. Fasting for longer periods is kind of a mental burden and therefore probably nothing for the long term. I think it has to be daily, making it a habit, therefore becoming a program that runs without much thinking. Otherwise you just use up energy thinking about it all the time, which then just makes you crave the thing you want to avoid. Hint, it's eating when you are fasting even more. Hence, it uses up more of your daily fixed willpower. I think the most effective thing that also worked and also was implemented as a daily system, eating within two hours. The two hours within a six hour window, which for me was from 6pm to midnight. Result, your whole workday is completely free of eating and food, therefore you just have more time also compared to everyone around you, which of course shouldn't be an argument, but let's be honest, it just feels great to outwork someone, and then when the clock hits 6pm, you are done. And you also can eat, which results in a 22 to 2 intermittent fasting pattern. And there is also an option for expanding it, if necessary, to 18 to 6, or 21 to 3, or 20 to 4, or 19 to 5 pattern. Just expanding the 2 hour window to 6 hours. Why dinner as a single meal? You're done with your day. Of course, you could also shorten it to 1 hour, resulting in a 23 to 1 pattern. And if you're not hungry, you can just skip your meal, which then results automatically in a 48 hour fast, which with just one decision once you're used to the pattern. And you don't have to calculate these times all the time, because it's either a day or it's 48 hours. Also, having dinner with friends whenever there is not a pandemic. Also, you can just use your normal lunchtime to sleep. Power napping if you eat lunch for food in general when your insulin goes up, you get quite tired. But if you instead just sleep through lunchtime, which also makes skipping lunch not that hard, since sleeping is kind of the only thing which always beats eating, therefore it doesn't require that much willpower to decide to sleep. It just makes so much sense. And also, it works. And it adds your former breakfast plus dinner time to your flexible time. For me, this means 60 to 120 minutes. And that's insane. Just using the minimum of 60 minutes. That's one hour times seven days a week. Equals seven hours at least. That adds a complete normal workday to your week. Since the eight hours workdays. Since the eight hour workdays. Since the eight work hours of a day are the real flexible hours you can use every day, giving you one-seventh more flexible time. That's just about two months every year. Two months every year. Effectively, you just elongated your life by one-seventh. I cannot even process this still. One-seventh of your life added to your life. Seventy plus ten, or another... 10 years of living. Nice. And this is just by skipping breakfast and sleeping through lunch. 
You can power nap in the middle of your workday, and nobody misses you because they spend their lunchtime eating. It is very compatible with our usual work hours worldwide. That's nice. Sleeping through lunch also means you can get up by this time much earlier, assuming your sleep per day stays the same. Tried this for years at this point, many previous iterations. Also, tried to consider probably everything I read about this topic so far. Get him, getting up at 4 a.m., Miracle Morning and other books like that. Assuming a workday of 8 hours, 8 a.m. to 12, then... 2 p.m. to still 6 p.m. gives you the time of your whole usual workday morning, 8 to 12, already once it's 8 a.m. That's crazy. You feel like kind of invincible. You can do four hours of sport, like running a marathon in the morning. Not that I can do that, but you could. Then you sleep for two hours. Once it's 12, also make standing up easier. Since you only stand up for a few hours till you sleep again at 2 p.m., you get up again and most of the time it feels as if another day has started, which kind of doubles your days. Also kind of nice, you basically take the 24 hours of a normal day and split it into two. You first sleep every day for four hours and then two hours, which makes these two sub-days kind of symmetrical. Every sub day has 12 hours, which leads to being more awake and reducing fatigue during the day. And if you actually slept two hours during lunch, it's not that hard to stay up till midnight. Why midnight? Because it's the most comfortable. Because you want to keep your sleeping times as constant as possible, according to every sleep advice ever and Matthew Walker, the sleep guard. And you can kind of quit cooking evenings and parties at midnight if you wanted to and sleep when the clock hits zero. Not that it's the best sleep schedule for partying, but still, it's probably much better than having to sleep at 10 p.m. every night or 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. or 7 p.m., which is not the most socially compatible sleep schedule. Also, you can just eat in the evening. When you cook for friends, which is actually another really good time hack, because it combines multiple daily time slots into one. Food time and social time, which is not an entirely new concept considering people rarely eat alone. But if you actually take your, let's say, two hours of eating time, be generous. You already saved this time all day. Take it and spend it with friends. You can have friends over and cook with them. Maybe already doing groceries together, which can also be fun. You can go out having dinner and it's both at the same... It's both at the same time. You already got two hours basically for free. That's just such a nice feeling. 